0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And hey, what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter
1: how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life, jet flying. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know What hard times are, daddy The
2: cream will rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah This human rubble what up what up welcome to episode 150 of keep the kayfabe I'm Mike sitting here with my boys ready to talk some wrestling yes we made it 150 episodes recorded and posted for your listening pleasure just a couple of guys from the Midwest Milwaukee area who just love talking wrestling and we've been at it for three four years now uh it's been a pleasure and uh yeah we're just gonna have some fun tonight. And we're going to talk about some of the, you know, cool moments from our, our career here at Keep the Kayfabe. So let's introduce the fellas really quick before we get into some fun later too. Over in Glendale, he's a man that keeps it regal. His name, Steve Schmidt. What up, Grabby?
3: Hey, yo. I thought I'd go back to what I used to do in the very beginning, the Scott Hall shout out. So
2: keep oh, it yeah. short, keep it we short were- and
3: sweet. Mm -hmm.
2: When we're all just so scared And like stuttering over our words And just like oh my god People are going to hear this forever Like (laughs) I would be so nervous And like lose my train of thought I would get hammered And then they would record badly It it takes 150 episodes to get it To kind of roll off the The, tongue now And feel comfortable
3: The smartest thing we did was Didn't we record like six or seven of them Before we even put them up on Just to kind of work the kinks out Yep still got them
2: We're pros Still got the kinks Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you, Steve, for coming this evening. Always great to see you. Likewise. All right, let's head down to Bayview. He's the man that keeps it freshly squeezed. Mr. Matt Michelson. What up, Matt?
4: Hello, ladies. The big Valbowski's here tonight, and Steve isn't the only one coming this evening. <laughs> no. Damn <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Yeah, probably twice. <laughs> if not big thrice. Day. Yeah, and happy post-Valentine's Day. We record on Wednesday night, so thanks everybody uh, for being here tonight because, you know, it is the day of love, and I love to introduce this man who also lives in Bayview. Oh, my God! It's Charlie Michael. What up, Charlie?
1: What up? Woo!
2: I don't got much. So.
1: Let's <laughs> yeah. so go what we got.
2: Yeah, very, very relaxed this evening. It's going to be... Uh, It's going to be fun. It's always good to hear your voice. See you, my man. All right. Let's cruise over to another Midwest thing. He's over in
5: Ohio.
2: The man with the golden pipes, Gary Williams. What up, Gary?
5: It's time once again for everybody to get aboard the. train. Fuck yeah it is
2: valentine's day so if you don't That's have one I you better get on
5: board i mean if i mean pivot ain't easy baby so reaching in the bag of tricks going out for the godfather god Thanks. bless him totally awesome well
2: we're gonna do just a, we're gonna be playing a game a little bit later but i just can't wait to introduce this next guy he should be here and um this is a man that is almost like the Alec Baldwin of keep the kayfabe kind of like Alec Baldwin is to SNL has been on like 25 times. He's our most popular guest. We know and love him as Mr. Baxter Belafonte, but he is also your grandma's side piece in the process. So watch out. It is Valentine's Day night. Watch (laughs) out for those dusty old ladies. He's on the prowl. Here he is. Baxter Belafonte. What up, Baxter?
6: oh finally the back has come back to keep the kayfabe Yay. happy 150th episode boys thank yes. you sir
2: thanks for making happy it happen here with here, us.
6: yeah can yeah I, absolutely
3: can i can i say something real quick i just actually wanted to no. thank you baxter because um several years ago uh I lost both my grandmothers, and I finally feel—I <laughs> feel a little bit of closure right now because um, at this moment in 2024, they're marked safe from Baxter Belafonte.
6: Hey, I'm here for you. You know, I'm thank here you. for grandmas and whatever that means.
5: Yeah, thank you. God bless you. I don't get thanked <laughs> a lot, so I'm taking that. Can you imagine a grandma ho train? Oh, I'm sure well, Baxter. Had I'm with... stealing that idea. Hey, stealing it. Steal like Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a great Nate idea. Young.
2: See, you've totally. only been on the show for five minutes, Baxter, and we already got your new gimmick that's gonna take that's you straight right. to the
5: moon. The grandma hoe train. I'm telling uh, you right now. My entrance would be... would be ten
6: minutes long. That's such a slow train. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah.
6: With the walkers.
3: The walkers for sure.
2: I'll even I'll be a plant and wear a wig and like try to look like one of the golden girls oh, to yeah. kind of sprout this thing. And then we just take every old lady over the age of 65 at the Elks Lodge and we circle the ring and then start dry humping oh them If we
6: can get them up the steps.
5: That hey, would be even if you can't now, get them now up the hiring.
6: Steps. What can I say?
5: Yeah, good <laughs> idea. We got to get nice. a help. Wanted, we got to we got to get a help wanted sign out for him. <laughs> yeah, trying to see if we can do some recruiting. Yeah, use your platform, boys. (laughs) Outside the bingo
2: halls or something? Totally. (laughs) All right. Well, B-I-N-G-O, let's go with this episode here. It's one fifty, And, yeah, we've done and seen a lot of things uh, on this podcast just being a podcast that we never even thought we would be able to do. Uh, But it basically all just started during COVID, pretty much when AEW first came out, Charlie, Matt, Steve, and I. We're on a text thread. We've never even all hung out together in person yet. And we were just talking about AEW, and I was like, well, why don't we just like get on? Like, it was during COVID. So, like, Zoom became a thing, and I didn't know it. So, it basically got me familiar with being on zoom and i was like let's let's just talk and have a podcast and just let's snap it around a little bit and that's how we catch up with our news about aew what we're excited about we're we're butting into a new company with them so like it was an exciting time but yeah here we are 150 episodes and done a lot of cool things like i said and probably one of the coolest things was i know we're gonna get into it but crusher fest i mean we are we are just we we're not in the business of wrestling but we are lucky enough to sit down and interview some legends i mean just just starting this episode got us that opportunity and we'll never forget it so yeah our times at crusher fest have been great but also i love the games that matt plays it's our latest episode the promo episode where uh, Matt comes up with um, a random word and he assigns us a wrestler and we got to cut our promo revolving around the word. It was probably like three or four episodes, but that's probably one of my favorite memories because I have never laughed so harder. And I, I just like admitted on air. I'm just like, I am so happy right now. So yeah, (laughs) I just love the uh, the creative games that we kind of get into with the boys and um, just celebrate the wonderful world of wrestling. So that's one of my favorite memories. What do you think, Steve?
3: Well, I'm going to give two real quick ones. One, because you touched on it already, but, you know, a personal favorite of mine was just the fact that I got to interview um, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel. I mean, I'm one of the resident old timers on this uh, podcast. And some of these guys that I actually, like, got into wrestling watching in the AWA and beyond, um, that was pretty awesome to be able to actually talk to those dudes. And then I think one of my other favorite memories of this podcast is uh, Mike's constant butchering of names like <laughs> Payne Hernandez, George the Hammer Valentine. Um, I don't even remember how you say Takeshita, but it's not Takeshita. Oh, yeah. Takeshita.
2: Uh, yeah. You got it right now. Oh, Takashita, yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, there was a game around that. Mm-hmm. I'm a content creator. I mean, we already got Baxter's new intro in. We got games coming out of me. I just shit gold bricks, boys, and I'm, I'm so right. happy to have you guys here. <laughs> well, cool, Steve. Yeah, you, you did it. And I mean, I butchered those guys' names, Jim Brunzel and Greg Brunz- Gagne.
3: Brunzel and Gagne, yeah. Right God to their faces. It.
2: Right to their faces. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know, but it's, you know, it's on brand. They'll
5: never forget us.
3: Hey, you got, so. you got, you got balls the size of the Indiana Jones boulder for doing that, man.
5: You and the, you and the Miz, baby.
2: <laughs> nice. All right. What about uh, you, Matt? You had some big moments on this show and a key component. What do, do you this, think?
4: This show has been a blast for the last few years. I mean, you mentioned some of the obvious ones between crusher fest and just some of the cool interviews we've done. Obviously, you know, Baxter has been a long time guest of the show. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I know our listeners, our longtime listeners even, probably haven't heard because it never made it to air was, I think one of the early episodes, we were still figuring out how to use Zoom during the pandemic, and I think there was an episode, Mike, where you actually dropped off accidentally, and Steve became the host for a minute, and just started riffing and just cutting promos on the rest of us. It never made it to the actual episode, but it had me in tears, and I've watched it back, no joke, just during editing and stuff like that multiple times for those of our long-time listeners i'll try and throw it up on our instagram so that you can see it it's it's a classic um i don't expect anyone to remember it but i think you will once it's out there that's probably I, one of my favorite I think, memories i think
0: the
3: main thing i did was like the unhinged era of rick flair when he was like the fire me i'm already fired like wcw
4: yeah that was definitely one of my favorite memories and the games of course too
2: oh yeah Yeah, you do a great job, Matt, organizing those, and yeah, sometimes even the technical difficulties create good memories, and you only create good memories unless you go ahead and do it, which was just an honor to get these schedules just on the calendar nowadays life gets really busy you've seen us have kids on this show too that's another great memory i had a child matt just had twins and you know we still get on here and say what's up and talk a little wrestling so we appreciate all the listeners doing the same those who have families out there and another man who's got a family gary i know you got some kids but you jumped in kind of in the latter half of When we got going, when um, Matt got busy with twins and life got busy and switch it up a little bit, it's been a pleasure having you. But what is one of your favorite memories from Keep the Cave, Fave, would you say?
5: Well, I would definitely tell you that uh, one of the things I've really enjoyed is just uh, your acceptance of me into the group. Uh, Despite everything that um, my background with Steve and um, the fact that I power bombed him through multiple tables as a child and hit him with... uh, (laughs) with a few um steel chairs uh but other than that uh but what uh, truly (laughs) one of my one of my absolute favorite um parts was doing a few of the keep the kayfabe takeovers that we did steve and i did some trips down memory lane when we went through 1980 1981 1982 and just kind of and then and then we also did those uh those look backs for, with some of the wrestlers, uh, from, uh, dark side of the ring where we kind of were, you know, like Steve said, as a, as a, as, as the guy turning 50 next month, I'm, uh, definitely at, in more of an old school mentality. And so, but just really appreciated the opportunity to kind of, you know, take a couple episodes and, um, as as much as i dislike steve we i do care. he is my longest uh best friend from kindergarten and uh we did have a really good time talking old school wrestling and that was a lot of fun for me so um no matter what i say steve you know what i i really do care about you hmm. A
0: sweet
1: for Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that little, little sweet. I think I might Steve, be in the wrong podcast.
5: Steve, ah. Steve, Steve. What did you think about those Keep the Cave episodes? You. It doesn't matter what you think about those episodes. Ah, I wasn't going to
3: give it to him. I knew that was coming. <laughs>
5: I'll i give it to a I, I wanted to. to I wanted to. Wanted to I'll give you the, my... give, oh, me the cri- give me the
3: give you the Christian treatment. I'll hug you and say, "You." Oh
5: little Adrian, i wanted to pull Adonis out my charlie i pulled out my charlie it's
1: like little it's like pat patterson and um brooklyn baller over there baller. yeah thought,
2: thought, thought oh, it was yeah. coming out party nice <laughs> what do you think charlie did you you've you've been on here for some good ones where we just kind of let it fly i mean those COVID episodes back in the day in the in the double digits um maybe the 30s or 40th episodes you were regular on used to cut it up it was so fun then yeah um yeah what would you say one of your faves? uh, what
1: uh I guess I couldn't say a uh, favorite one that game like you mentioned that game uh, a couple weeks ago was fun but I'd say like just uh the king booker stuff I like that a lot
4: oh yeah who would win who
1: might win tag it out you know all that stuff was kind of fun you know Picking oh, yeah. picking who would win and why they'd win and all that strategy around it and all that stuff's kind of fun.
3: <laughs> and it's not Charlie's first rodeo.
2: No. Nope. A lot of shit talking, be a lot of shit, those lot of shit talking those episodes. A lot of side a lot of, bets, a lot of like big leaguing. I mean, it's a yeah. fun game. I mean, we should oh, pretty yeah. much patent that in some yeah. shape or form. That's fun. Maybe we get our own app someday. <laughs> Maybe be on <laughs> FanDuel or something. Oh my goodness. No free ads.
1: I'd Anywho. say sell all those. I'd say sell all the T-shirts first, and then we'll work
5: <laughs> our the <app>. We probably <laughs> get pro- in there. You can sell,
1: sell all those T-shirts first.
5: We need Bluetooth first. And we need the Bluetooth oh, first. The Bluetooth, <laughs> yeah. a Bluetooth
1: sponsorship. Oh,
3: the Bluetooth. Yeah, Um, since, since we're reminiscing, uh, and man, the, wasn't ball, there like the some ball company one?
4: Yeah, wasn't there some Manscaped. Company that Manscaped, yeah, Manscape, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we got us. scammed,
2: and that yeah. was my fault. I yes. pushed it.
4: So a little behind the scenes for our listeners, if you're interested in this kind of thing, we've, I think I would say it's probably Mike, like you called it in the double digits. Like when we started getting around episode 60 or 70, we started getting these messages on Instagram for sponsorships and manscaped was one of them. But if you just like everything on Instagram, if you peel back one or two layers, you realize it's not actually manscaped and they were sending it to pretty much anybody. So. It's easy to get a brand deal as a podcast, but you got to be careful about who you're actually working with. So thankfully we didn't completely fall for it. My, I was able to bail Mike out at the last second. So, um, just no harm I was, to I
2: was very, I was getting pretty high back then, well, back then <laughs> but I mean, like, or just if you're the same all the time, but my balls were hairy. So I was like, wow, this, this will save me at least 70 bucks. So I kind of, I kind of hook line and sinkered it.
4: Long-term booking. That's how Mike thinks.
2: But also, Matt, we do, speaking of t-shirts, we have a winner for our t-shirt for who voted for um, best promo, right?
4: We do. Yeah. So for those of our listeners who follow us on Instagram, first and foremost, thank you. Tell your friends. Um, but recently, I think it was last week we made a post. We were giving away a t-shirt to celebrate our 150th episode. And all you had to do was, um, mention a friend in the comments, follow us on Instagram and subscribe on Apple podcasts. Um, but we do have a winner and the name I have is Alexandra Haroldson. So congratulations, Alexandra. And thanks for listening. I don't know who
2: she's married to. But um somebody very close to this podcast for sure. <laughs> but we love her, we love the family. And they show and they throw a hell of a birthday party for their daughter as well. I was lucky enough to go on Sunday. It was great. Happy birthday to Charlotte. All right. Let's um get the input from our good buddy who's here, who's grace enough was with his presence tonight. Baxter Belafonte. Do you I mean you're a listener of the
6: show and you've been a guest. What was your favorite moment? Here uh, with us here. All right. So this is rare, but I'll give you 10 seconds of anti-douche. Um, <laughs> <'kay>. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> for not being in the business, you all have had some really cool opportunities, um, especially with Crusher Fest. Um, I was part of the very first Crusher Fest. I was in the back and part of some of the, um, the agent of a couple of the matches, but I wasn't on the show. But then the following year, you guys were there. Um so that was super awesome that was this year right Um yeah yeah the last yeah. two years and then you had some um some badass opportunities to interview some legends so that was awesome so congrats to y'all um and then um I think I'm still since I'm such a tag team guy I really enjoyed some of your guys' earlier breakdowns of like greatest tag teams um that was really fun um, I'm kind of like in the middle range of like old head and, and new school where I still like some of the 80s, to early 90s stuff. But I appreciate like some of the newer, faster stuff, the AEW stuff. Um, so, um, yeah, there's that. Now I'm going to re-douche and then uh, tell you your top <laughs> episodes <laughs> where um, a while back you guys had uh, Gunner Wicks on. And then I was the main event of that podcast. And then uh, <laughs> more previously, uh, I was on solely without Gunnar Wicks' big ass. And that was a fantastic episode. So cheers. Yep. You guys did it.
2: So, uh... the, the, Your episodes are some of our most listened to episodes. You're right up there. And the Take Team episode is one of the most listened to episodes, too. So, yeah, you, you got a good eye go. for talent and ear for talent, too, Baxter, as you are talented in the ring. Equals so ratings. Eight. And because he's so talented in the ring, he's going to be the center of attention for the game that we're going to celebrate our 150th episode of. He is the elk logs former first ever champ. And we're going to go back to that evening and celebrate it. And we're as keep the K-Fabe hosts and co-hosts. We are going to be trying to get that title by being the number one contender. And the only way to do that is to win his favor. So we're going to kind of play this in the form of the dating game where we uh, are the are the are competing for the number one contender for the El- Elks Live Championship. And Baxter is going to ask us some questions. And whoever gives the best answers, he is going to tip his cap and lay down the line in the sand on who's going to get that belt. So it's going to be pretty fun. He's got some questions for us. We're going to take some turns. And we're going to give us our best answers on how to impress this guy so we can go for the championship. All right. And the champ is ready with some questions to ask us some willing and waiting challengers. So
6: Baxter, take it away. My friend, gentlemen, 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 welcome to being considered for your longest reigning Elks Lodge championship with your grandma's side piece at Baxter Belafonte. So let me just, uh, get this game going. um, to become a number one contender for my title, we're not even talking about a title match here. You need to win a number one contender title match first. And that match is going to be a tag match. Now, um, it doesn't matter who my tag partner is, but you're in a, a tag match with against me. Um, who's going to be your partner? And for this particular question, it could be any person from any era. Tell me who it is and why Uh, contestant number one is going to be Gary. Who you got?
5: Well, the very first person that came to mind was Jesse, the body Ventura, because I think we will be the East, the new East West connection and bring to you the challenge of a coast to coast battle.
6: Oh, someone's done their homework.
5: That's strong.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Nice answer. Contestant number two. Same question for everyone, of course. Uh, Number one contender tag match. If you win, you get to face me for the Elks Lodge title. Uh, Mike, who's going to be your partner? Well, I'm just a sexy boy. And we both got that rocker
2: hair, so I'm going back to the late '80s, early '90s. And friend of the show, Marty Janetti, shout out to him. Oh I hope we have the genie in tonight. I mean, I will be. Shawn Michaels is Marty Janetti in the new rockers. We'll be doing some sweet chin music, and we know we all like to give you two words: suck it.
0: <laughs> Woo! Speaking Oh-ho! of grandmas,
2: yep. Yeah, and the, I hope oh, yeah. I look as good as Shawn Michaels does when I get to his age, too. He's really looking good. <laughs> JK. We have anyway. two good
6: answers so far. Uh, same answer, contestant number three, Steve. Who you got on your team and why?
3: Well, I originally had an answer, but I've decided to change it because i got to play strategy here to truly get in your mind and beat you. Um so my partner is gonna be May Young, who was a grandma and therefore would affect <laughs> would effectively take you out of the so match off. by distracting you. Smart
2: so idea. then it would turn it very into a one on
3: one match, and that I like my odds better with that. So um yes, May Young will be uh the person that I become number one contenders with.
5: Wow. Nice. And I'm gonna give stuff. you was this, was this a pregnant May Young or pre or post pregnant May Young?
3: Probably pre. There's got to be enough spryness to run around and keep keep um, keep you distracted.
2: That's prob- Speaking a pre, she probably got it from Baxter Bella Fante's pre,
6: you know what? No. That's how fertile this guy is.
3: Whoa. <coughs> hey,
6: it's a gift or a curse. Uh, I mean, while we're at it, Steve, I mean, if we're doing intergender, who's going to be my partner just for kicks and giggles?
3: Oh, my goodness. This is a bonus question, isn't it?
6: It is. And um, it doesn't affect my he's decisions. interested. He's interested.
3: I think I'd uh take Mickey James just uh, so I could like get that close to her.
6: <laughs> oh present day or, or, or older or younger. Present,
3: pre- present day is fine. He, he
6: doesn't care. Yeah, he sure.
5: Care. <laughs> I would have gone right, with right. I, I would have gone with Wendy Richter, baby. Why don't you, you pull that old bat out <laughs> oh of the Oh my cage? gosh? <laughs> oh my goodness little rock and roll connection
6: (laughs) if anyone says any anyone wants like you know present day a dead woman i don't that's not going to help you that's just a hint right there but you you said may young a different era so that's a different era yeah not now that would kind of be bad (laughs) (laughs) all right same same question contestant number four charlie we got
1: Oh, oh, I'd go with uh <clears throat> I'd go with one of the guys that changed the biz, the original bad guy, Scott Hall. Ooh, LB nice!
0: Ah,
1: uh, it's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh he can talk shit. I like to talk shit. Uh, <laughs> he he's gonna ra- he's gonna raise his edge, you Baxter, and you're gonna be looking up at the lights, partner.
6: <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Love it. I've taken a Reznor's edge and they suck. Let me tell you. Oh, that. Okay, I I, I couldn't
1: even imagine. I couldn't imagine falling like that and not having, not knowing how to fall, man.
6: Right. But yeah, I love Scott Hall,
1: man, because uh, he he got me back into wrestling from after a kid. Just seeing that NWA stuff, when NWO stuff, when they were going over WCW, and I just used to party. And anybody knew me back in those days, party, and it was always to suck oh, yeah. it hey yo everything all his all his shit in the bars he asked anybody dude i was doing charlie, it all.
2: honestly if i had three wishes i you bet know, my third one would be to go back, back and party with charlie oh, when charlie charlie used to party because i'm was sure mad man
1: dude was a bad man dude mad so, so it partied so hard i had to quit
2: yes <laughs>
1: put it that and way you don't so, really
2: slow down you, so you, you still kind of do it in your own fun yeah way.
1: but you know me and yeah me and scott would have tore it up back then
2: somebody would have died for sure oh, like yeah. He did kill somebody anyway oh, all right so yeah, i wrote down oh uh, yeah he
1: did kill a guy yeah the, when he was a bouncer yeah you're right good bouncer. memory dude mm-hmm. he pulled that one out dude
6: <laughs> so i wrote down uh nwo scott hall and party version yep. of charlie is that the one that's the wildest Yeah, we'll take that. It's a
1: madman, dude. Yep, (laughs) madman.
6: All right, all right. Let's keep her moving here. Contestant number five, Matt, same question to you. Who are you tagging with and tell me why?
4: Uh, Well, these guys made a lot of good picks, but it got me thinking that the only way I could really take you in a tag match, because let's be honest, like who can take Baxter Belafonte? Definitely not me but I do know a guy who knows you better than anyone. And it's your former tag partner, Mav Boone of Bruce city wrestling. Oh,
5: there's a cotton to the core. And I saw
2: that guy take a bump so hard through four steel chairs right in front of my face. I got to the match late. It was the retirement match. Basically this guy went through four, hard steel chairs they weren't those ikea chairs that they use in wwe these are like the fucking 1970s ones that they put in the gymnasium for the kids christmas concerts (laughs) those are tough Mm -hmm. and they weigh like four pounds piece so yeah that guy is tough and great call matt
6: wow 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 a lot of good answers okay Um... all right are we on the question number two well, we are. Are,
3: are. are you? Are you going to reveal all your answers or all your choices at the end?
2: Yeah, he's uh, gonna, at the end. Yeah,
3: he's yeah. going to collaborate. He's going to Nice,
6: nice. I do. A, I'm writing everything organized. down, baby. Oh, don't look at that. <clears throat> all right. Um, question number two, and I'm going to go in a different order. I know we're trying to keep it moving here. Question number two. Um, you've earned, let's say hypothetically, you've earned the number one contender match. And now it's time for the title match. Uh, you get to pick the match stipulation. Tell me what it is and keep in mind that there are certain ones that I really love and there are certain ones that I really hate. So there, there might be something you say that will automatically, um, disqualify you from it. And I'm going to tell you if you say that stipulation that I hate. Go for it. I like the pressure. Oh, first contestant's going to be Matt.
4: Oh, man, I knew it was coming. Um, Yeah, so I'm a little bitch when it comes to getting slammed, so I think it's going to have to be <sighs> like a pure rules match or a submission match, like something along those lines, because it, like, as long as I'm on the ground, I'm fine. I mean, I can take being stretched a little bit. I mean, I'm a, I'm a lanky dude, so.
6: Okay, right. and you... Uh... You trust yourself giving a submission and earning that title, eh?
4: I think so. I think so. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: What's, we're what's going in step? reverse. What's the step? You said you gotta. You gotta. You gotta the rules. What's what's you gotta? You said what's um? You gotta get. You gotta take the pen or what? What was that nah. you were saying? Back
4: submission there? match.
1: Oh, it's, it's oh, you're doing a submission match. You can do any match. I got it. Sorry,
4: yeah,
6: Nick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to pick. I'm old man. <laughs> well, you're next as well, so um i'm gonna
1: go since i'm kind of anti-wwe a little bit i'm not gonna call it tlc i'm gonna go old school roh a ladder war
2: oh that could be okay. fun and i see baxter belafonte do uh swanton bomb DDT. yeah all kinds of cool shit off the top rope so go see him that's what, he, he's him like, that's what i City do Wrestling. bro
1: we got it. Yeah, He's we got to go. Best. Yeah, we for sure got to pick a night and go out and go see him. Man, I watched the GCW show on Saturday, and I was like, "Fuck, I got to start watching independent wrestling again." It was
6: so Fuck much yeah. fun. So what's much fun. Baxter. Yeah. What's, what's the next yeah. event for you,
1: man? What's the next event, bro? Um,
6: uh, I have a bunch written down. We can do them at the end if you want. Okay,
1: yeah, let's do them at the end, bro. Okay, yeah.
6: I prepared, I man. I wrote this shit down.
1: <laughs> this ain't his first rodeo, dude. He knows how to get himself over. He knows how to get himself over.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I wrote you down for a ladder war. You're talking like circa Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon war straight up. I'm,
1: yeah. It's that, that like the original, but I, more like a uh, generico ladder war. Ring of Honor.
6: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I like a little bit of grit. I like that. Yep.
1: Yep. Get nasty, make it personal.
6: I like it, I like it. All right, Steve, you up. What you got in mind, brother?
3: Well, I would be wrestling you in a coal miners glove match. Um,
6: <laughs> what does that because, even mean?
3: Well, this is a is classic guy. That is classic. No, this is WCW. Oh, it's WCW, yeah, WCW right. you know, Sting and uh, I think... Uh, uh jake the snake roberts wrestled
1: one was, was this um, robocat was this robocat around now? that before, era okay but, before before the nwo stuff yeah right?
3: but i don't think you're aware of the <laughs> the long line of people in my family that were coal miners in the rib mountain wisconsin region <laughs> and that's where we cut our teeth oh, and we're, yeah, you know yeah, we'd have to yeah. fight battles every day oh, and that's what yeah. toughened us so um i think Makes i'd sense, have an advantage bro. over you with that with that gold miner coal miners glove on my hand
1: and it's in your blood, the genes. It's in t- my blood, t- t- man.
6: Um, yeah. You know sense. what? I I don't hate that because of the history and the connection that it has to you, but it sounds like I wouldn't win. So you just got the first DQ on the i ain't making a bet that I can't win. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think I I think I oversold that one a little bit. Yeah, you did.
6: But I, I love that I learned about it because I didn't watch a ton of WCW at the time because of the Raw and and Nitro wars and all that shit. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. But um, but I respect. Uh, I might Google that now or trust, YouTube.
1: You. Oh yeah, you, you didn't miss much at that time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no,
5: you now, didn't miss much. Now to be all fair, right. was that I Jim should...
1: Herd time too? I think and before, but yeah.
5: Yeah, okay, to be, yeah, to be fair, the coal miners glove match was a huge one for mid-south wrestling back in the 70s and the 80s. Like Ted DiBiase was the king of coal miner glove matches, so it's actually got some roots in uh historical perspective because it was legitimately in some of those mid-south areas or some of the NWA territories where it was legit coal miner areas where they had these.
3: these it actually matches. meant something to the fans,
5: yeah, yeah, and that's they, how they, they got over. Put, they would put the glove on a pole basically. And then you would, it's, you know, they would go up on the pole and they get the glove and then it would get the crap out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and go
2: back and listen to some of those deep dives that Gary and Steve did, where they actually elaborate on how these wrestlers, because of no internet and everything, you had to be live. Like every person that was kind of the popular one in the territory would get each other over. It's just a beautiful business and how they weave the culture in and get people excited. That's the magic of wrestling. So well, I like I think,
3: it. I think we should move on because I'm already disqualified.
2: <laughs> I don't want to talk about this
3: anymore. Yeah, I'm done with this.
2: Yes, you're right. We do have to keep it moving.
6: All right. Let's keep her moving. Um, all right. Same question, of course. Match tip. Uh, it's going to Mike. What you got? All right, man. Well, since I'm going after the title,
2: it's going to be on your home turf because I know you're a little biatch like that. Whoa. So since you're so Damn. white trash, Whoa. you're going to be at the a dive bar. And it's going to be a dive bar match. Mm. We're going to have to run each other like through the bar, like, you know, knocking all the beers off the bar and stuff like that. And the only way to win is to actually power bomb somebody into a dumpster out back in the alley with all the rats running around and a (laughs) bunch of empty white claw cans piled high. So when you go through the plastic and all the cans fly up, It's just going to look beautiful on TV and you're going to be looking up into a starry night because we're going to be outside of a dive bar. It's a dive
6: bar match, baby. I love it. Wow.
4: That needs to happen.
6: A little APA. Wow. I need to clarify. Um, just for my decision. By yeah. rats, did you mean I uh, know it's <laughs> did you mean of rats? What kind did of rats uh, no, yeah. yeah, The Rodents or the rodents or rodents. females that go to every
1: show? <laughs> That's <laughs> what yeah. I was thinking too. I was like,
2: We're, which rats, dude. I'm I was I was thinking both? I was thinking the actual vermin, but okay. you know, who's ever crawling around? They're they're both there, <laughs> dog at a dive bar. <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. Smelling no like cheese. Oh, do they. <laughs> if it's a true Wisconsin dive bar.
6: Wow, wow, wow. Strong. Okay, let's uh let's move on to Gary, our last contestant of the round. Uh match stipulation, uh what you got, dog?
5: Baxter, we're going back to 1988, baby, where we where we're going to employ the tower of doom match yes that's right it's a tower of doom match that is where there are three cages stacked on top of each other and we're gonna start in the top of the cage and we're gonna wrestle <laughs> in that cage and then when the trap door opens only one of us is going to get down to the next cage and then and then once we get together we're gonna wrestle in that cage and then when we're gonna get down to the bottom cage then it's going to be the fight of the fittest to see who escapes the final door the tower of doom match Baxter, you and me. Love. wow and oh. a salesman to boot this dude is passionate well wow. who's
6: sponsoring it Findorf or some
2: I
5: it was it was it will go down as one of the worst gimmicks done in the 1980s by wcwnwa at the time they had these it was legitimately called the tower of doom and uh it was um so yes I, i'm pulling that out of the old uh stratosphere but uh but it's an oldie but goodie. Strong answer. I saw it. it.
6: Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. I picked my winner for that one. Um, You want to keep moving or or Mike, Matt, anyone got anything? Keep moving. Yeah, you're Uh, good. Keep her moving. All right. Take my shades off. All right. Again, for the title match, um, it can be any like event. It can be, it can be SmackDown. It can be WrestleMania. It can be, um uh, ring of honor, you know, uh clash of whatever, whatever you choose, and then tell me where that that event is happening. So okay. um we're gonna start off with uh Steve. Oh, for
3: God's sake, why'd you have to pick me first? Um <laughs> well I can tell you where it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be in Saudi Arabia. Um <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey the money's good there
3: oh, okay. that's a good point we yeah who cares who wins we'll make millions out of it yeah yeah everybody wins
6: yeah it's we'll true. get drunk on the way fly home like rick flair
3: true. Woo woo. hey well i guess i'm gonna keep my um streak going here of kind of going old school and uh i'm gonna bring back starcade for this the classic nwo wcw super show their answer to wrestlemania um yeah pretty much it, i think it made it up until the bitter end there i don't know i don't think wwe's ever brought it back but i think gee, i think nxt did but anyway we're gonna do Starcade, and we're gonna do it at the greensboro coliseum because we you and i i think can put on a show that's gonna one-up sting's final match um because mm-hmm. uh you know he's doing his final show there but you and i can do better um sting's one of my favorites but um He's. It's going to be one of those like he's
6: going to be in our shadow. Shout out to Sting for being like sixty nine years old and still like diving mm. off of rafters. Ever-
3: oh my god! And still, yeah, I mean, he has at no point in this last run embarrassed himself. He's he's a legend.
0: Can't
3: Agreed. Wait.
6: Good, good answer. Um. Uh, contestant number one, Gary. What do you got for the event and venue?
5: Baxter, we're going to Puerto Rico, baby, because there's nowhere better than the bloodshed of the Coliseum in Puerto Rico, where you and I will battle in Clash of the Champions.
2: Nice. Are a lot you of a violence champion down there. down there
6: at this point? Don't you have to be a champion to be in that?
5: You can. Oh. I am the intergalactic champion.
6: Oh,
5: Beastie wow. Boys reference. Shall call me Andy Kaufman from the <laughs> rise. The Andy Kaufman from the dead, the intergalactic champion.
6: Okay. You saved it there. I like it. I Old like school. it. Yeah, that was the, nice.
5: I will be flying from my tower of doom into the Puerto Rican Coliseum and we shall shed. You hopefully
3: we'll get knifed. <laughs>
5: well if
6: we go to puerto rico we'll be flying high on something that's right (laughs) um all right same question what event slash venue for matt
4: so i feel like my answers have kept it consistently realistic so i'm gonna keep going that route so it's gonna be with bcw it's gonna be rise to honor their big show of the year but the actual match and event is going to be at Brookdale Senior Living Facility because I know that <laughs> grandma's side piece oh, no. I won't be able uh, to the there. i I worked the <laughs> I work,
1: I work for the home office at Brookdale. Nice. Horrible business. Wow. Horrible
6: not not business. a lot of draw. There's a lot of naps, I think, going on. Oh, yeah. A
1: lot of
6: highway robbery.
1: <laughs> their their business like a sales guy told me their business model is get people in get all their money and hope they die
6: wow and, and they're they're pretty good at that i think probably that's
1: that's it that's their thing dude
3: well i think there, there is a silver lining out of this when baxter uh beats matt within an inch of his life you can just live there for the rest of your life then matt
1: that's true yeah,
3: yeah.
4: no i just i want to beat him in front of his biggest fans that's what it is
1: Nice. <laughs>
5: Hey, totally, the loser totally. at least gets to live there afterwards. Yeah. You know what? You know what would be even better, Matt, is if you did an old school WWE, WWE, WWF food fight in their cafeteria. Now that would be worth the price of admission. <laughs> oh, there could still
4: be food thrown around. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of Jello that could you know get tossed back and throw, forth.
5: Throw those
6: beans around. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot of tapioca. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> All My right. Fingers let's, hurt. <laughs> nicely done nicely done um same question for mike
2: all right so i'm gonna double down on my dive bar so we're going to hog wild oh my god wisconsin wcw when <laughs> they have their stupid motor, the motorcycle rally when all those freaking adult cosplay dress up People go there and rev up the engines, put the Harleys up to the the ring and they sit on and they watch Glacier open up the show. Then it's going to be public enemy or whatever they were like back and Jericho would come out there and he would talk shit to the crowd and be like, look at all these fucking losers driving their Hondas and stuff. And they would like not say Harley Davidson. So the crowd will be hot. So we'll go on like probably sixth. I mean, we're not big time like all these guys, but we're going to steal the show because we only got five, six minutes. So we're going to get all our shit in. We're going to be knocking over Harleys. We're going to be signing autographs on these chicks tits from the leather. And it's going to have be right next to the tattoos of the roses with the thorns on the tit and your (laughs) name and my name will be right next to it. And then, yeah, then I power bomb you through the dumpster. White claw cans go flying. These Harley riders are pissed because they're just all fucked up on Keystone and Bud Light. So we get a lot of heat. We uh, we do our job and get paid, and then we party with the bikers.
4: I'd pay fifty bucks to see this on pay per view in an instant.
2: Oh, easily. Oh, Matt's sold. Yeah, we we
6: might have to just book this. Job. Even yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> the, the details. I, I, I hope the rats are <laughs> it's in that.
4: Scary.
2: Last book. Oh, have, there's got to be rats in that one. My my imagination is running wild. Today. I know.
4: Bex, you didn't send Mike these questions beforehand. No. Oh, this seems way too I prepared.
2: Couldn't... I was just hey, stoned Hey, have Mike me go dude. first. Have me go first in the last question. Um, right. Have you gone first yet? No. No. Did everybody go, though? Harley, no, no, no. Char- no. Charlie didn't yeah. go yet. Charlie hasn't gone? All right. I go.
1: Here we go. We're going to take it to Philly. We're going to go right. to the Hammer, We're going to the Hammerstein Ballroom, and we're going to one night stand, ECW mm. style. Mm. You're um. We're gonna have the. Uh, it's gonna be like you're gonna be like I'm gonna be like Cena, dude. If, if, if Charlie wins, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie wins, we riot. So I, I'm, I'm take, I'm taking the pin, so we can get out of there
2: and have well, a good time, but. Good, we'll- did you ever go to that venue, Charlie? Because I know you're no. an ECW guy. Did you ever see it live?
1: I've seen I've seen it live. Yeah, I was at the pay per views and stuff. But I what never I mean, I in mean that venue. No, yeah, I, I, wish, I wish, dude. I wish. Wow.
4: Well, Bex, I, I don't know how you can say no to that. The guy's telling you he's going to put you over. Hey, yep, I have I no choice. Look it up, up. The
1: The The got to go. got to go over. I'm the, I'd be the face there, man. You got it. You're <laughs> the heel. You got to yeah. go over
6: you guys are you guys are good you guys know wrestling um i have one final question um again for the title at the um you you won your number one contender match you won your stipulation you won your event and your venue now tell me if you're gonna win the match what is the finisher that you're gonna give me to win my title it can be the most exciting thing you've ever seen It can be the most, most, most powerful thing you've ever seen It can be the most surprising thing Like a, a schoolboy roll up You you tell me Mike, our first contestant How you're going to win the title
2: Okay okay, I'm building off of what I laid down With this dive bar match Through the dumpster <laughs> clock hands. We're in Sturvent, Wisconsin Not Wisconsin North Dakota, South Dakota Where the <laughs> fuck are these Sturgis. morons Sturgis. Yeah. Oh, I've been to Sturgis, yeah. Well, we're there, and we are going to be doing a Spanish fly off of the 40-foot inflatable Bud Light bottle (laughs) where we climb up the side of it, and we're on top of the cap, and it says, welcome the Sturgis for the fucking rally, and we do a Spanish fly flipping, going down 40 feet, Shane McMahon style, into the dumpster, which will even make those white clock cans scatter like confetti on
6: New Year's Eve. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. Hope y'all are ready. That's a tough one to beat. There's a lot of rats in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back to Charlie this round. Uh,
5: what do you got?
1: Uh my oh yeah, okay, here's mine. Um you're in the arena. I'm not gonna mine's not as uh flamboyant or exciting as uh, Mike's, but I'm hitting you with the Jay Driller an honor of Jay Briscoe miss that band still.
6: Mm. You are old school. Yeah, Shout yes, out.
1: I am. Straight Jay Driller.
6: That dude was so cool. I met him at I, Ring yeah, of Honor. And I met him yeah, in Mark
1: yeah. yeah. Took pictures dude, he... with them, dude. They were fucking yeah. cool as shit. They were like, hey, did you enjoy the show? You enjoyed the show? I'm like, hell yeah, man. Can't believe you guys are out here hanging out with us in the parking lot.
6: Oh, dude. What you saw in the ring was the same way he was in the back. Like, he was just dad, the same dude. dude.
1: Man, he was fucking cool as shit, dude. I met him and those guys in the lot, man. and I was like, holy shit. And, they, and they, were, they were big then, you know, they were big then at that time, you know, because everybody yeah. had kind of went to. Um, uh, to whatever the NXT NXT thing, yeah. So they were like the stars, dude.
6: Yeah, they were studs. They still, I mean. Oh they yeah, would it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. easily.
6: Yeah. They're Sorry ours. to bring
1: it down. Sorry to bring it down, guys. But I had to do it for my man Jay. It's
6: a good choice. Hey, not a, yeah. That was a good choice. Not at all. Bring it down. Um. Next answer. I'm gonna go to uh Matt. What do you got?
4: Well, I kind of painted myself into a corner with a submission match, but I can I can see it now. We're in the <laughs> senior living facility. We're just beat to death from this match, and I finally got you where I want you in a sharpshooter <laughs> on top of a wheelchair, and oh, there's wow. red jello dripping <laughs> down your face. Probably some I don't know, metamucil that got thrown on your face by one of the fans <laughs> in the crowd. It's just it's a sight to behold. Uh, also worth or a $50. commode.
1: Oh, dude. All I I think about, I got you where I want you, Metamuso. I'm thinking events, dude. i don't (laughs) thinking events, dude. I got you where I want you.
6: Wow, wow, wow. Nicely done. You painted the whole event there.
4: It's no dumpster match or whatever the hell Mike is dreaming up as we go through this game, but it works.
6: Gets the job done. There's still rats at a senior living facility. They might not admit it, but they're there.
4: Uh They're everywhere. everywhere.
2: I like how Matt even said beat to death in the nursing home because that's a sure bet too, so (laughs) pick up on those details.
4: Yeah, that was no accident.
2: Poor old people. We got to get them out of there. Take care (laughs) of your
0: parents.
6: (laughs) Oh, my God. Another great answer. Um, We got two left. Um, Let's go to... Let's go to Steve on this one. Yeah. Well what do you got for your finisher?
3: Well, you essentially you neutralized my match condition because you weren't having it. So I'm imagining in this match we got the coal miner on a uh, glove and you grab it off <laughs> you grab it off the pole before I do, but then you throw it into the crowd to essentially make it irrelevant. So then I have to just be practical here. I feel like I'm a little bit behind. So I'm gonna take the finisher that can literally come out of nowhere, which is the RKO slash uh, diamond cutter, because Whoa. it could be on a top rope. It could be, you know, uh, at the ringside. It can be any sort of combination Whoa. of any move you try. This is the move that I can pull off out of nowhere and put you down for the one, two, three. So um, that's my Hail Mary right there is the uh the diamond cutter
6: RKO. I love the aggression. Just a desperation. Do what you got to do to win that title. So absolutely. So so well done. Well done. Um, Last one, we'll go to Gary. What, uh, what are you trying to finish me with on Valentine's
5: Day? Baxter, I've got you in the palm of my hand. <laughs> with Jesse the body Ventura in my corner. And we get, he's going to distract the ref. And I just got to be honest with you. Jesse's favorite quote, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. And I'm going <laughs> to give you a crotch shot to the ambags bags <laughs> because there's no way I will be able to beat you any other fucking way. <laughs> I am just going to hit you in the am bags. And then wow. Jesse is going to have the biggest smile on his face because his protege cheated to win. We, wow. We've we come so close and close. Yes, truly only Used to happen in horseshoes and hand grenades. But tonight, the night is mine.
4: Wow. Never heard someone drop an F-bomb followed by Yam Bags.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Yam (laughs) Bag City. keep the kayfabe. We are celebrating 150 episodes. If you like great content and great line drops like that, just go back and listen to every single episode because every single episode is just jam-packed with them. Speaking of Yam Bags. Wow.
6: Yeah. Wow! Wow!
2: Wow! All right, that,
3: that just happened.
2: So we are through all four questions, and now Baxter. Unless there's a tie, we might have to go to a bonus lightning round <coughs> question. Sweet but Jesus. we'll just have to hear what he says. Or, or if what you're you Hangman, got, or
3: if you're Hangman Page, you just don't allow it to continue and you end it right there. Yeah.
6: Right? I did yeah. watch that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But go ahead. Who's I kind of like house? that decision, to be
6: honest. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Okay, so I picked a winner for each round and then an honorable mention for a really good answer that I liked. Round one, number one contender match, who's your tag partner? Uh, I chose Matt. Uh, He chose Mav Boone as a partner because he knows me very well. That was very customized and and a good Good answer.
2: And we partied Uh, with them at the Halloween party, too, at Baxter's house. He throws some really nice Halloween parties.
1: What? But they don't like each other, I thought.
6: Well, you know, keep, we a
2: keep lot the kafay,
6: Charlie. Keep the <laughs> that,
4: What's the podcast that's ac- <laughs> called?
6: That's
2: actually how the. That's what? where it all went wrong. Actually, that's how they disbanded.
4: Oh,
3: god! The documentary.
2: It. Yeah. The documentary, <sighs> the documentary <sighs> will be out on our two well, hundredth episode, or when like, when, actually,
3: when you guys are on like, Dark Side of the Ring next time. That's like Kaxon. <laughs>
2: that's like right, on, right.
1: like on Sheep. Traveling together.
5: That's right. Get busted for Coke. Is that, what? Yeah, it's not traveling together. It's smoking <laughs> pot together. Yeah,
1: what? I, it, no, it was Coke. It wasn't that. It was Coke.
5: <laughs> <laughs> details, details.
6: <laughs> uh, my honorable mention for round one went to Steve for the May Young shout out. That was that was the winner until Matt went with his customized. Damn! And, uh, there. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. I, almost, I
1: almost got it. Nice.
6: So well Matt done. Well done. Um, double
2: wristers right now.
6: <laughs> he's just he's just downhill skiing right now. Big time. I means never mind. Is that what that is? Uh, okay. We
1: got, mark. we got a Baxter Mark.
6: <laughs> uh, round two was a match stipulation. And I told you all certain ones I loved and hate. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got rid of the coal miners one because I, I knew I would lose that one. <laughs> uh, I gave the honorable mention to the ladder war because nice, I'll um, take it. I've never been in, in a pure ladder match and I've always oh, okay. wanted to. Um, but the winner went to Look the it. Tower of Doom. Yes.
1: yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy.
2: And, Three cages. No, it's so It
6: only
1: bad. costs.
2: It only cost three hundred thousand dollars to do, but,
5: but yeah. details, details. We got Bischoff only- money. You gotta spend oh my money gosh, to make yeah. money.
6: <laughs> um, he had a great. He didn't win because of the salesmanship, but because of one of my favorite all-time movies, Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Um, mm. it reminded me of that triple cage. Yeah. That they did, and I mean, I watched that movie last week, so that was fantastic. That's nice. awesome. So, um, round three was, um, what event and venue, um, honorable mention went to, um, let's see, went to Charlie for Philadelphia, one night stand. Love that. Nice um The edge went to Matt for BCW Rise. Damn, nice Matt, Matt. Matt
1: Matt killed it with the customized. Damn it! I should have studied. Pays it pays to be a mark, hey, Charlie. Well, you you know got to really be coming. You studied. You, you got to do the what a you mark. Do, what a, a mark! he pops here. Marks, that's yep. a, that's how you got to win. He pops. Pop. He's got his. he stand up, Matt. I want to see. That. I'm a Baxter guy shirt on.
4: Actually, <laughs> you, you're gonna hate me even more when you see what shirt I'm wearing it's oh
6: like my oh god. my
1: god did you lose a bet <laughs> i hope shirt. i hope th- i hope that was free dude it was <laughs> okay that's good dude.
4: then it's acceptable
1: I, can, with... I shouldn't complain he's from my hometown so
5: uh, With,
0: with <laughs> Baxter Bellafonte at the Michelson
5: house <laughs> we're with baxter belafonte in milwaukee yeah.
0: <laughs> keep, keep
6: pop yeah <laughs> i mean it worked i guess so it did work um, you know, what was ironic is after round four, Matt was like, um, hey, did you give Mike all the questions ahead of time? Because he seems to be winning all of them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, but he was winning.
6: Classic like whiny, how, whiny we
1: heel. Didn't, we didn't go over that's this. That's how
2: awesome Matt is, though. He's always putting over his buddies while putting himself over. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a stand up guy and a great father at that.
4: Shout out well, to MJF. Great he'll mentor. He'll never make
2: it. He'll never make it in the
4: business.
6: um final round honestly um oh the question was um what finisher are you gonna hit me with i really truly loved all the questions or all the answers like always cheating like that's my thing i've cheated my whole career that was amazing (laughs) um the sharpshooter i loved bret hart growing up my brother loved bret hart that was amazing the jello would have been like funny fake blood um, Sturgis and the Spanish Fly. I've been to Sturgis as a child, I've never done the Spanish Fly, but I want to, but I don't want to do it with Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> um uh, the cage roller because of Jay Briscoe. We talked about how awesome he is. Woo-hoo! That dude is a, a real one. Uh, but the winner was the RKO because, uh, like he said, it's like. Even like what DDP did, it he did a little slower, but like you can hit it out of nowhere, and it can change the whole match. So Absolutely. it was mm-hmm. fantastic end round. I love that you guys tied your whole like venue and shit into it. So like, y'all did well, especially on the fly. Um, so um, fortunately, uh, due to the score, Matt would be the number one contender for my. Alex Lodge title. Yeah.
2: So right, give it well, up, give it up for Matt. Well done,
1: well, that's well bullshit. done, man. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he sets the game up. Works it. He works the uh, questions with backs. There, we got played, fellas. We got played. It's that's all turn. right. We'll just we'll take him out. We'll
3: take him out before the event. Charlie, what can yeah. I tell you? It's good booking.
1: Exactly. We got play, dude. We we got, we're, who's the marks? We're the marks. Whose house? Matt's house.
3: I feel like, I feel like Baxter's house. I feel like
5: JD in the judgment day. He's just on the outside waiting for our truth. Yep. <laughs> if anyone would have mentioned our truth at all, you probably would have won instantly. Damn. Oh. Damn. Or, or Jeff Hardy. Know. That was a oh, missed opportunity. Shit.
1: Oh, yeah, we should have with the
5: swan. Baxter, what do you think of the work? Baxter, what do you think of the work R-Truth is doing right now? Just you can't keep him off camera. It's pure comedy gold. unbelievable, isn't it? It just goes to show you that he, you know, that there's a place in the business still for that guy who can just keep. Because the beginning of the show and the end of the show are almost always, you know, your pickles. But there has to be that guy in the middle. And at 50 years old, that dude is brilliant. Brilliant. Like, I'm almost speechless just how good at it
6: he is with his timing. And it's just, it could be three words, whatever his line is. He could just like, my bad. And it's gold, you know. Yeah,
1: he could do a movie. It's he could so do like good. a little part in a movie.
6: So, yeah. Good. He's amazing, so friend of the show. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys like bringing me on and letting me. Uh, oh, this is great!
1: Thanks for the, questions, the dude.
6: Um I don't know um, uh, whatever you guys got left, but I got I got my plugs, but I'm not going to take over the show for that. Please do. Oh no, I'm going to plug it away. Bro. So we know where to go. All right. Well, I got a couple here for y'all, listeners. Uh, my upcoming shows this Friday, which is February 16th, I'll be at insane championship wrestling the show is called icw that's right it's called uh it's it's always insanity in west alice i'm going to be wrestling raven radix um she's been out with injury for a long time and uh i've only wrestled her once in my career so that'll be fun
0: where's
1: the show at
6: uh it's in west alice wisconsin
1: is it, i mean what is it at a bar like they used to do a bar where, oh,
6: you're right my location bad. brother um, it's literally called the Bar. Oh, a, okay, I've seen it. Oh, it,
1: It's yeah. a, like like by the Mexican restaurant there.
6: I think it's across Kitty the corner. street, yeah.
1: Burnham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where it's at. What time is it's bell a, time?
6: Uh, I think seven.
1: All right, I'll try my best to stop down, man.
6: Yeah, yeah. It's a very, uh, stylus style situation. So, yep. if that means something <laughs> to you, uh, be prepared for that.
1: Yep. Shout oh, I just, mean, yeah, shout out to
6: West Dallas. Big friend of the channel is the city of West Dallas. <laughs> entire Alice. city, is <laughs> it our, our, the takes care city. of us, hey, and we love them for that. It's it's like a fun, intimate uh, venue. It's just it's dark and fun and just it's wild. Hey, did Pop you
1: enough. ever do, did you ever do ICW shows when they were like off of like 13th and clear like near 13th and Lincoln that little bar? Um, Yes. Um. Okay. A little Mexican bar. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I.
6: I. I have one coming up. Actually, I'll tell you about that. No. I'm right, Sorry.
1: Hey, I cut you off. Let me. Do, no, your, do your. No. You thing good. Now. You
6: good. We're here to chat. Um. The following day, this Saturday, on the seventeenth of February, Brew City Wrestling uh, presents V Day Vendetta. Uh. It's at the Elks Lodge in uh, Waukesha. I don't know who my opponent is. I. I'm. 75% sure I'm wrestling, but I'll definitely be there for like, um, you know, merch table and, and just an appearance. Uh, I might have a match. So card subject to change as always. Um, and then, um, as you mentioned, Charlie, um, March 2nd, fourth wall wrestling presents heavyweights, which is funny. Cause you know, I'm up 169 pounds. Um, I'll be at, uh, it's called La Pica in Milwaukee. It's on. I think. I think you said it's on Lincoln. And yeah, it's like it's Street.
1: like run Lincoln Thirteenth Street near right before Lincoln. Yep, yep, like Pika yeah.
6: Lounge. Yep, yep, little Pika Lounge. You're right. It's a small venue, but it's No, yeah, uh, it's
1: small. You, it's fun.
6: Yeah, if you can get in, it's always a great show. It's um, it's run by Mario Carvello, who's who's a great wrestler and uh, great promoter. So Yo, uh, that'll be fun. What's
1: that now? Nice.
6: Yeah, he does. Awesome. Um And then my last one, which is not wrestling related on march 7th um at the paps theater i'm going to see modest yahoo um at 8 p.m i will not be wrestling there because it's not a wrestling <laughs> show but <laughs> it's a gonna be a fantastic reggae hip-hop show um that i'm gonna be at um it's a guy that i followed for a long time since maybe 2002 oh, yeah. um so it, so if you're there, come come say what's up. Uh, we'll cheers the Claw, and uh, we'll kick and take a selfie. I
2: actually got the debut album of Modest Yahoo back in tw- 2002, The Stubbs, Live at Stubbs.
6: Oh, you Remember that nice. album
2: on CD? It was like I don't eight know if tracks. I knew a live one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still can comp- pick. I see the album cover. It's real nice. And honestly, yeah, he's a Hasidic Jew, That he's like the first dude that ever started rapping in that genre. And he was like super serious. He's actually really good at rollerblade hockey too. That's like his hobby. But then he, where's the, what's that New York community? Washington Heights or where all the Hasidic Jews live in New York City? I don't know. Brooklyn, somewhere around there. But that's where he like cut his teeth in the rap game. Yeah. 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 Really interesting music. But um, that's actually another nice plug, Baxter, because we're big music people here. We might even close out the show with that kind of music, too.
6: Nice. And you know what
2: Hasidic Jews aren't allowed to do um, is actually have contact with a woman. Don't they have to do it through like a bedsheet or something like that? I don't know how modern that is, but I'm not sure. I don't know. It's tough to say. But you know who was not doing it through a bedsheet back in the day? <laughs> Was uh, Shawn Michaels and (laughs) this other person named uh, Triple H from DX, Mm -hmm. which is how we like to keep it around here. And uh, Triple H stands for Stay Humble, Stay Hungry, and Stay Hard.
0: Woo! Woo!